This is the Health and Safety Law Report. My name is Abby White, and I will be your only host today. Doug is not available this week to do a podcast, but we have some really important news to share that really can't wait until he returns. So no worries. He's perfectly fine and healthy. He's just tied up with work and, you know, life. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and bring you an update, which is that on January 13th, the U.S. Supreme Court reinstituted the stay of OSHA's Emergency Temporary Standard, or ETS, which again mandated that employers with at least 100 employees require their workforce to either be vaccinated or subject to weekly testing and mask wearing. And the news media is almost universally misreporting this and telling people that the ETS has either been blocked or struck down, and that's simply not an accurate way of explaining what's going on here. Basically, what has happened is the Supreme Court reinstituted a stay of the ETS, um, and they are going to leave that stay in place until the Sixth Circuit hears arguments and makes a decision on the merits of the various petitions that are challenging the ETS. So it's just on pause. It's not accurate to say that it's been completely blocked in its entirety or struck down. So what's going to happen next is after the Sixth Circuit um, reviews the applications, hears the oral arguments, reaches a decision, then the losing party can seek a writ of certiorari again to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court can either deny it, uh, in which case the stay would terminate automatically, or grant it which means that the Supreme Court would then hear the merits of these petitions. Um, So while all of that litigation is ongoing, OSHA cannot take any action to enforce the ETS. So from this, basically what we've learned is that if and when the merits of this case ever make it back up to the Supreme Court, the court is likely to strike down the ETS. Uh, And we know this because of the opinion they wrote when they stayed the emergency temporary standard. The majority, essentially said that even though COVID-19 is a risk that occurs in many workplaces, it's not necessarily an occupational hazard in and of itself. Uh, They basically said it's a hazard that everyone faces in their daily life, both on and off the clock. And in most workplaces, it is not specifically an occupational hazard. Uh, And they gave some support um, as to why the petitioners challenging the ETS would succeed um, should this case make it up to the Supreme Court. So um, in the meantime, we are encouraging all employers, regardless of whether you would be covered by the ETS or not, to continue to be mindful of your obligations under other OSHA standards, as well as the general duty clause. The Secretary of Labor, Marty Walsh, has basically said, regardless of the outcome of this case, OSHA is still going to do everything within its power to hold businesses accountable for protecting workers from COVID-19, under both the National Emphasis Program for COVID-19 and the General Duty Clause. And remember, the National Emphasis Program gives OSHA probable cause to walk into any workplace and inspect it for COVID-19-related safety issues. And of course, OSHA can still attempt to enforce COVID-19 safety protocols through the General Duty Clause. So that's all for now. Stay tuned. We will continue to bring you the latest news as it breaks. And remember, I am an attorney, but I am not your attorney, at least not while I'm on this podcast. Thanks, everybody.